Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. The body is not what takes the change. The body is not what is created again. The man on the inside, the spirit of man, is the one that's born again, and he becomes a new creation. A new creation. A new creature in Christ Jesus. But then Paul begs of us to present our bodies. Who is to present the body? We are. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue this series, Listen to Your Heart by Ken Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this timely teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Ken Hagan. In this lesson, I want to talk about the body. Now, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says what? New creature. Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now I want you to look at Romans 12, 1. Romans 12, 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, I beg, actually would be the way we would say it today. If you were writing this in our day, we would say, I beg. We understand that term, right? He is pleading with them. I mean, here is Paul writing to the, to the church in Rome, and he is pleading with them. He is begging. When you beg somebody to do something, you are pleading with them. You are using everything that you know to get them to do it. And that's what he says there. I beseech you. I beg of you. On bending knees. I want you to understand what this word beseech, the connotation that it really carries with it. That's why I went into all of that. He said, I beseech you. I beg you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I want you to notice that if we become a new creation, a new creature in Christ Jesus and all things have passed away, then why is Paul telling us to present our bodies? Hello? The body is not what takes the change. The body is not what is created again. The man on the inside, the spirit of man, is the one that's born again, and he becomes a new creation. A new creation. A new creature in Christ Jesus. But then Paul begs of us to present our bodies. Who is to present the body? We are. Well, then... Who are you? I thought that, that was you or that body was you. Hello. See, that's the way a lot of people think. 
The man on the inside makes the body come into line. We are told to do something with our bodies. We do it. Now, look at 1 Corinthians 9, 27. 1 Corinthians 9, 27. Reiterating, going along with the fact that we're talking about. Paul talking, but I keep under my body and bring it under subjection, least by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. I keep my body under. That tells us right there that there's something besides the body because I is keeping the body under. He said, and bring it into subjection. Understanding how the English language is put together, and if you've ever been in dissected a sentence and diagrammed a sentence, you will find out that you go back and you, you take that and you put, but I bring it into subjection. You could take the but I and put it down there because that's what that and means when it joins it together. It joins together and you can take the and out and say, but I keep my body under, but I keep it under subjection. Right? I does it. Who is I? The inner man. It couldn't be the body because Paul is saying that the body, he keeps the body under. Now, what does he mean by that? He means that he controls what the body does. That's exactly what he means. A lot of people are talking about an old, old line Pentecost. And in some Southern Baptist circles, you would hear, you have heard the phrase, die out to self. How many of you ever heard that phrase, die out to self? No, you don't need to die out to self. You need to crucify the flesh. You need to crucify the flesh. Bring that flesh under subjection. Bring that flesh under and control what it does. See, the body is not born again. And it's going to want to do things that it shouldn't. If it didn't, then why did Paul say that I keep my body under if the body wasn't trying to do something it wasn't supposed to do? You don't have to keep anything under control that doesn't get out of control. Hello? As long as your automobile is parked, you don't have to do anything about controlling it. At all. But when it starts moving down the road, you have to control it because if you don't, it'll get out of control and cause havoc. If you don't control your body, your body will want to do things that it's not supposed to and it'll cause you havoc. Some people say, well, you ought never have any temptation. You ought to have any thoughts that ain't right. As long as you've got an eye and an ear, the devil's going to make sure 
that you get some thoughts in your head through the irrigator or the eye gate, one of the two. But that's where you have got to take over. The real man on the inside has got to take over and control it. That's where some of you need to take the control knob on that television and change the channel. Don't look at that garbage and don't listen to it. I think some of the worst garbage on television is comes on from about 11.30 to about 2.30 or 3 in the afternoon. It's called soap operas. If you listen to that and watch that long enough, your body will start wanting to do the same thing that those people are doing. And if you watch the same thing on prime time at night, the same thing happens. We've got a bunch of that on there too. My wife said, well, I don't like to watch boxing. And I said, well, I, you know, I watch boxing and basketball and football and track and, and car races and tractor pulls and all that. Because usually that's about the only thing that's worth watching. I'm serious. She said, how do, I, how do you go to sleep with them, with them boxing? I said, well, I, she said, you sit there and doze off to sleep while they're hitting one another. I said, they ain't hitting me. <laughs> but we must learn to keep our body from sinning. It's not the spirit man on the inside that's having the problem. It's the man on the outside that's having the problem. You've got to control the man on the outside with the man on the inside. If you would just stop and, and go back into school a little bit and realize that they have taught you that what you see and hear is what you become. Anybody ever heard that before? Well, if you read the word and hear the word, become the word. You know, people all the time, you know, I, I, I get so amused at people and yet it's not amusing, but I do get amused at them. You know what? People operate in fear. It's because of their body. The intellect and their body operate in fear. Here's what we need to learn to do. We need to learn to stay on the positive. Somebody said, oh, aren't you afraid something's going to happen to your property? No, I ain't afraid nothing's going to happen to my property. Every morning we read our Bible and I pray. I say, Lord, I thank you. No plagues shall come near us. No harm shall overtake us. And I thank you that we are well and healthy and strong and all our needs are met according to the Word of God. I have said the same prayer every morning for I don't know how many years. And then I go out the rest of the day and I never give it another thought because I expect God's Word to work. If I didn't really believe it, what am I praying it for? If I'm going to go around all the day, I wonder what's going to happen. (laughs) 
I hope nothing happens. I hope my car's all right. Well, I can tell you what's going to happen if you start doing that. It's going to get messed up. That's what's going to happen. See, we, if we get our mind renewed by the Word of God, and we let our spirit control from the inside. You see, everybody talks about right and wrong thinking. And you only think about that in the area of faith. But I'm going to tell you what, right and wrong thinking comes in in every area that there is in the Word of God. You think wrong, things are not going to work right. I don't care how much faith you got. I don't care how born again you are. If you're thinking wrong in some of these other areas, you'll have problems. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. The book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Love, The Way to Victory, and the three-CD series, Listen to Your Heart by Ken Hagan. Both can be yours today for just $24.95. Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. 1-888-FAITH-99. That's one 1- 888-FAITH-99 Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And for those of you that are in Oklahoma City area, yes. we are there every Sunday night. Rama Bible Church at 8921 Northwest Expressway there in Oklahoma City, 6 o'clock. So come and visit our church. And I say experience Sunday morning on Sunday night. Now, they started at Saturday night services so everybody could be off on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, just enjoy the weekend and then come Sunday, Sunday night and we have Sunday That's morning right. on Sunday night. That's right. Make plans to join us next week at the same time and station for a new week of teaching from the Rama Archives by Kenneth E. Hagan.